And now uh, uh, among the discussions uh, that have arisen sometimes contentiously around uh, Maurice Letizia uh, from uh, Pope Francis, the uh, the question is uh, sometimes, you know, are we actually uh, uh, foreseeing changes in Catholic dogma or are these really just uh, natural evolutions in uh, approaching the third millennium differently than the second millennium and having new perspectives to draw upon for that. What would be, we're both faithful Catholics, what would be our stance on on that whole issue? And would, would you be optimistic that, that this is going to advance not only the scientific side of the answers to the questions will be the issues we'll be addressing, but also the theological and philosophical uh, answers to these questions. So, to my embarrassment, I have yet to actually read the text of Amoris Laetitia. I have Fair to do enough. that before we, we go into that in any depth. Let me let me lay out what I understand the issues to be from having listened to other people talk about Fair it enough. with that caveat. Yeah. Um, that in that document there is at least laid out the suggestion of a way for married and or uh, divorced and remarried Catholics to receive communion, yes. and that that uh, scandalizes people, and I sure understand why that would. Right. Um, the, my first instinct would be to parse that language extremely carefully, mm-hmm. and not even just to rely on the English translation, mm-hmm. um, because uh, translator traitor, I'm told the Italians say. <laughs> so that's dangerous in itself. Secondly. Um, I see the issue more or less, you know, having what I have read is a biography of Pope Francis. Uh-huh. Um, it got me through uh, a plane flight uh, last year while I was interviewing for jobs. Uh-huh. And uh, he, you know, and we, we all know his, this, a lot of us know his statement, you know, that the church needs to go to the peripheries and include people who felt excluded. Yes. And people who have potentially you know, gone along with the with the majority culture, the the secularized majority culture, um, gotten a divorce, remarried, and are now, you know, for whatever reason, God is working in their life, asking them, you know, encouraging them, tapping them on the shoulder, encouraging them to come back to their Catholic faith, right. or to come to it for the first time, for other reasons. Right. And they're confronting this issue, um, those are people that, understandably, I think we should all have a lot of sympathy for. Yeah. Um, that people who, as Pope Francis points out, Lord knows we all complain about how poor catechesis is. And, of course, that's not Good point. even primarily the fault of the people doing the catechizing, nor necessarily, in the case of children, is it really the fault of the children. It's the culture that they live in yeah, and the well example said. that's set for them. Right. Um so there, so we, so we have this ongoing crisis. There are lots of people who fit into that. You know, people who have never, you know, for one reason or another, and and there are and there are many reasons. And that the one thing that I've noticed in reading a lot about marriage and of wide variety of venues, all the way down to comments on forum posts and websites, which that uh, that's not necessarily the most enlightened form of literature. But everyone has an opinion. <laughs> right. And the and it, it and even talking to people in person, everyone has an opinion and they tend to think that their own marriage is normative and that everything is to be measured by that standard. Right. What whatever their experience with it is. Yeah. Um 
and that first of all we should we should talk to people before we condemn people. In fact, we should never get around to condemning people. That's right. God's job. Indeed. Let us just talk to them and find out what's going on in their lives. Yeah. And trust God to work through that conversation. Yeah. Um to take a, take a step back, I think we as the lady in general should look at this situation like this this should be an aspect of our response is what I'm proposing. Right. We have this ongoing crisis that there are tons of people who are baptized and have some Catholic identity right. um, who are in this situation of being divorced and remarried, or even just divorced. Right. That's an ongoing scandal within the body of Christ. Yeah. We should be doing what we can to catechize people who are not yet into that situation. Right. It's like the question of you know providing aid, financial or food or, or water aid to people. What we really want to be doing is teaching people, you know, the cult you know, the economic culture of how to provide for themselves at yeah. the earliest possible age. The how to fish rather right. than giving people a so fish. Yeah. The whole the whole storm around Amoris Laetitia, to me, I think we should be taking as a fundamental response to that that we need to be we need to be teaching each other and we need to be talking to young people about things that actually matter to them and to talk, to talk about relationships because there is there's this how, where where do people learn about relationships they learn about it from popular culture they That's learn about right. it from their friends yes and their friends are mostly feeding them recycled versions of popular culture That's right um I'm just, you know, casting my mind back to the, those dis, dim and distant uh, halcyon days of the 1990s and just the absolute lack of any sanity or perspective, you know, that corresponds to reality at all about the whole question of relationships between men and women. There was just nothing out there. Interesting, yes. Um, and there's, and yet there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, so much stuff that uh, a personal peeve of mine is that it only gets shown to people whose marriages are already in... <laughs> crisis wow uh-huh. um people you know like john gottman mm-hmm. semi-secular jew uh-huh um has done a lot of research on among other things uh marriage and has himself come to the conclusion that almost any marriage can be saved you know again from this perspective where his religion his religious background allow you know has no problem with the concept of divorce. Right. That in itself, you know, he sees from talking to people, from taking them to his marriage lab in Seattle, I believe, interviewing hundreds and I assume at least a few thousand people at this point, and, you know, seeing the conversation, seeing where people break down, that, you know, these these particular issues, you know, knowing each other, um, you know, Fighting the temptation to, you know, have contempt for each other and not communicate your desires to each other. Yeah. The uh, and and you know the whole host, all of all of his seven principles huh. that that we have better answers to give people than simply to tell them, well, you're stuck. Right. You know that you you got married and you're just stuck now and you need to just and the rest of the culture is not going to tell them that and they're going to yeah. try to find some other way around that. That's a good point. But if we teach people early on that this is what you can expect from a real working relationship, that is something they may actually, first of all, be interested in because, you know, not everyone will listen by any stretch. But even if if, if you have someone 
speaking to a hundred students, right. you know, in your in your Catholic uh, education, and and giving some real and of course not just lecturing to them, preferably giving them some real stories from their own life and from the lives of other people that they know. Um, but to talk to them about these issues, this is what relationships are actually about, and this is what pain I've caused myself. Or this is what joy I've encountered right. by turning to the right answer right. or turning away from this wrong answer. That there are, I mean, that to me, you know, the, it, it's, it's to some extent, I mean, to say that it's, it's the Pope's job and it's the clergy's job and we therefore shouldn't think about it, I would never say that. There are people who would say that, I would never say that. Right. Um, we should we should watch what they say, and it's worth thinking about why they're saying what they say. Yeah. But we also, in reality, don't have to do their job. That yeah. part, you know, the you know marriage tribunals and you know questions of nullity and and the discipline of the sacraments, that is the bishop's job to decide how they're going to do that to for them to get the information that they need from wherever they need to pray about it, ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance, and make these decisions. We're not going to make these decisions. Right. But we have this power to bring this message to other people, and it involves being awake and aware and drawing in truth from wherever we find it. Yes. Because it's out there, and it's out there in some very surprising places. Wow. That's very exciting. Yes. 